my theme music. Every good hero should have some. All right, guys, welcome to the Drive-In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I'm Alex. And we watch bad movies so you don't have to. Well, Alex, today we're, we're running one back. You know, you know how we like to bring up the old classics. Oh, Coming gosh. back, 2008 movie, Hancock. Boy, bad guys. Would you want a cookie? Hancock's latest act of so called heroics took a hefty financial toll. You save people's lives every single day. People should love you. I look like I care what people think. And that's in honor of the the, the God Will Smith. Listen, I'm predicting. Right. I'm predicting. We're taping this before the Oscars. I'm predicting he wins an Oscar this weekend. He got to get that piece of gold. He got to get that piece of gold, bro. He got to get it. But in order to do this superhero movie, we had to bring in our own superhero, right? You better believe it. Not only is she the client, she's the player president of Dark Horse Media. (laughs) Therese April, welcome in the building. Yes, Therese. Thanks, guys. I'm so excited to be here with y'all. Well, listen, uh, when when you you brought up this film, Therese, I was like, I, I love this. I feel like this... This film started like the Homelanders, the like the anti-hero that became the hero. Like you never really saw a superhero break bad unless like like, like Superman three, when uh right. yeah, like that was the only one I could remember. And so, that was the only reason well, because of that he got a, a piece of bad kryptonite. Yeah, like, oh. right. Well, and don't forget when when Toby Maguire's Spider Man turned. Oh bad yeah, in that I forgot. Terrible movie was that yeah. Spider Man three or which yes, one was that? Yeah. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> Yeah, it was three. He was he was awful in that. But but that is your favorite Spider-Man. Truth be told, yes, yes. But oh, wow. but Therese, this movie, what does it mean to you? What what did you think when it first came out? And then okay. on the rewatch, what did you think? So when it first came out, I was addicted to it. I even went out and got the little Hancock hat because I think <laughs> <laughs> I had it and I wore it. Oh wow! <laughs> but uh. I think any one of us that's ever kind of been a little bit out of step with everybody else, a little bit of a maverick, but still you've got a good heart and you want to do things right. You know, it's like I identified with so many pieces of the character they built for him, including like just being alone and not having a lot of friends, things like that. And so I just, I I went all in on this movie. You know, I just, I loved Hancock. I've done my homework, so I won't answer my questions yet, but there were particular parts that you just... I think we see Will Smith in his full spectrum of an actor here too, because you watch him and all the emotions show like he's, he's so expressive with his face in this movie and, and you can feel his emotions. And so there was just so much that I connected with. Um, I hadn't watched it. I think in probably, oh, I don't know, seven or eight years when I pulled it out the other day. And it's like, I still felt all that, but I was able to, from a more grown up perspective, feel, you know, some of the parts of the movie that were goofy or some of the parts that were, you know, like you're mad at the characters that before you were just kind of like, wow, you know, so I, I still love this movie um, with grown up eyes too. And I think that's important, you know? Yeah, it, it does hold up well. It does. Alex, what did you think when you first saw it? 
Well, first saw it like like you're saying with the grown up eyes. First saw it when when I was younger, and it was like, oh, we got a black superhero. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's go. And uh, then you see, oh, he he truly is black. He got black problems. He gets drunk. <laughs> he get, he gets stressed out. All these people coming at him, and all he want to do is chill in his trailer home. That's right. all I want to do. I could two trailers put them together, went away from everybody, so I wouldn't be bothered. And even the girl come in and be like, "Oh, this is your secret lair." See, you're asking too many questions. You're doing too much. So, <laughs> uh, it's it's. I looked at it like that, but then watching it with adult eyes, I got my feelings on it because it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, this is a story about." And and I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there now. Mary is a villain. Yeah. Just going to put it out there. Just let Absolutely. it be let it be known. You got two guys that you keep in keep away from each other. It's and you know you married to this dude, but you leave him cuz he got amnesia and get married and start a whole new life and then you pop up on him and then it's like, "Oh." And it's like, "Wait a minute. She she's the bad guy." Yeah, I, I, she's I, the bad I, guy. I, See, I, I don't think she's the bad guy. I didn't guy. pick it up in the no. in the first one. She's and not the bad. She's not the bad guy. She well, she she's no, real no, selfish, bro. No, no, she's, she's real, real selfish. selfish. No, she's unselfish because she basically saved dude's life. Because end of the day, when when they got <sighs> together, wait, listen, when they got together, <laughs> when they got together, the powers didn't work. That's when he got shot. He got hurt. She got shot. She like they couldn't. They literally could not be together because it wasn't good for them. What's the universal plan in it, Lamont? The what, universal what plan is they were two gods and then they come together, they will match together, and then they're supposed to live their mortal lives out and die. That's the whole universal plan of the whole thing. But then at the end of the day, she's like, I want to live forever. I want to keep my powers. And she left old boy to die. No, no, that's not. She gets, she left old boy to live, so they can both live and they can both have their powers. Well, but hold on, what kind of life has he had in that time that she's been gone? Well, it's that's on him. That's <laughs> on him. That, but yeah. that's on him. That's on him. Like he chose to dive into the bottle, do well, like do all the know. bad stuff. Hey, yeah, but he, didn't know, he, he thought yeah. nobody loved him. He thought he was so horrible that somebody left him in the hospital with amnesia and never came back. And why did nobody come visit him? And I mean, he pet. thought there was something really wrong about him that he pet. didn't remember. Get and a pet, then, man. Get a pet, man. Come on. <laughs> and then, then you leave him like in L.A. Out of all the places to be. He's in L.A. And these people don't appreciate good superheroes. If he was in New York, I think he would have been better. Oh yeah, just, that's fair. I mean, that's the superheroes Gotham. in New York yeah. write stuff yes. all the time. Superheroes yes. in New York always come out on top, even Batman, and he's yeah. not a superhero. Right. So, I'm just saying, like L.A., he he just he does his best, and this is one thing about PR people. I have to give it up. PR people are real superheroes, especially some of these people that's out now. You know, it's like, hey, these PR people. So Marty from Ozark. I mean, Ray or Jason <laughs> Bateman. Yeah, he's he's a superhero within himself. Yeah, but I so. feel like the thing that got me about this—I don't know about you guys—was just the the happenstance of him saving Marty. And I mean, yeah, saving Marty. And then <laughs> he's always yeah, gonna be Marty. He's, like he's once be Marty. He be, right. Exactly. I'm sorry, he saved Marty, and then Marty invites him 
to the house, and then that just happens to be his wife. Like, that was yeah. just too much of a coincidence for me. Well, like, but you look at it, and it's like, what I loved about that part was when I first watched it the first time, I'm seeing uh, her reactions to Hancock, and I think she's being super, super protective of her husband, and that she doesn't like him because of the news coverage. And I'm like, what's this girl's problem? Like, where That's great. Kind of, you know? I didn't even think about it like that. But no, that and that was the, the biggest part to me when you look at the acting in this movie. The first, you really have to see it the first time to fully appreciate it later because it's such mm. a mind trick, you know? It's like you sit yeah. there and you're like, why does she hate him so bad? And then when she brings him the spaghetti, you think like, Okay, well, she's trying to make it better in her head. She's trying to get with this. And then once you get to the end, you know, when you watch it again, you start seeing the looks they exchange, and he's got no clue, which is great acting on his part, too. She's clearly an angry woman or, like, freaked out or something going on inside her head that, that you don't pick up on the first time because you're like, oh, she just hates him, you know? And they and then just realistically, they got three great actors in all these roles. So like there's no nobody sucks. So and even the the little the little kid, the little boy, I remember him from uh the blind side. Yeah. 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 So like yeah. like all these guys are stars and they, they know they know what they're doing. So with Charlize, I thought she was really ex- excellent in this. And I thought this also kind of foreshadowed what you're gonna see her come up and do next when she does all these action movies. And like, well, this is where it kind of started. So yeah, I thought right. that is true. Yep. Well, and I I liked her versatility on this, just being able to go from like happy housewife to all of a sudden she's showing up in all black with like heavy eye makeup, being like, we're the same. I'm not your sister, or I am your sister, or whatever. Right, right. (laughs) And see, that's a whole, that's a whole nother uh, monster. Like you take those, those references from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. well, they're sisters, but they have this sexual tension between each other. Right, so, I right. mean, they're brother and sister, <laughs> but they have this sexual tension. Again. It's like Luke and Leia. It's like, what? What's wrong? Oh, oh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, no, Ugh. hold on. Not the way you kiss me. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but, man, it's like, but, but to watch it now, again, with adult eyes, Jason Bateman, bro. He I don't miss. He a, don't miss. He don't miss, bro. <laughs> like, and and he, but you know what's sad about it? He's the same dude. He's the same dude right. every time. Like you cannot take if you take the line from this movie, put Jason Bateman and do it in Ozark. He's doing the same thing. It's like he, he's the best used car salesman. If I put him in a in a role as a used car salesman, he's gonna make it work. And he's 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 a better Family Guy than than Adam Sandler. I just had to put that out there, like. He does his best to try to keep the family together at any moment. Yeah. So you see that mm-hmm. in every role, but it's like I love Jason Bateman and how he just adds that element of, oh, I'm a normal guy. Um, I'm trying to make this work, but the world is against me. And and I love that every time he drops it. Well, and I think his comedic timing is so important too, oh, because yeah. there are things like, you know, he's showing him that YouTube and Oh. And uh, Hancock says, what, you've never fought an apartment fire, Ray? And Ray says, no, no, I haven't. Um, you do that. Pull some stuff up on YouTube. Everybody remembers Walter, the gray whale. He was stuck on the beach. Along comes Hancock. Oh, my God. I don't even remember that. Greenpeace does. And then later on, he comes back with that that suit, 
And he says, I'd rather fight fire butt naked than wear that. And Ray says, He's You've a, done that. We have it. It's on we, YouTube. Right. Right. <laughs> We've seen that. It's on YouTube. Yeah. We, we know that. Right. So he comes mm-hmm. back and he's that dad. Like, that's right. sarcastic <laughs> comeback. It's like so right. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, Babe, Babe, man, it's comic timing is impeccable. Like, since he was a little mm-hmm. kid, so it yeah. definitely, oh, yeah. definitely shines in this movie. All right, I got a question for you guys because I was thinking about this. The way you know Hancock, that they arrest him, they put him in jail. I felt like this movie needed a villain. I think they needed a villain or that was on the same level as Hancock and Mary to go against sure. them. Well, and I yeah. think they tried to do that with the the dude with the hand hook after Hancock takes but care he, of him, but he he didn't measure up. You nah, know? right? Like I think he needed like a, a Lex Luthor or a Vader or somebody, the Penguin or a Joker, somebody to come. But in. you know, but guys, you know, the thing that gets me is they gave a strong hint, and it's still like it, it also made a possibility of being a Hancock too. Okay, yeah. so when the when the young girl, when him and the girl go back to the trailer from the uh, bar, right? And mm-hmm. she gets on the phone is like, yeah, I got it. After they have the little, you know, grown-up moment, and he busts the wall, busts the ceiling out of the trailer. Right. Um, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I got it. And she goes into the bathroom and then drives away because she almost lost her life trying to have, <laughs> trying to have a mountaintop experience. And, uh, I thought that was like, oh, okay, they got something on him that they can mm-hmm. probably get him out the way as a, as a superhero. But then right. they never revisit that. They never let that happen. They just make the, the whole incident of, oh, he meets his girl. I mean, he meets his uh, life mate, and then he gets weak, yeah. and then he gets shot. And nobody tries to exploit that. And those, even the guy that they caught that came in as the villain, they did. He didn't try to exploit that. Like, he didn't try to make right. them come together closer. Like the person, the perfect person to try to be the evil villain would be the person that that tries to make them go out on a date and fall in love, and then we can go do as much crime as we want to. But sure. they didn't have a real villain. They didn't have a real well, villain outside the fact that Mary was, you know, villainous. I wouldn't say for Lamont's sake. Right. She, she wasn't a villain, but she was villainous. Well, she, no, she had villain tendencies. Yes. So I, yes, I'll give her that. Yes. <laughs> villain tendencies. Well, I think the other thing that I was thinking throughout was, and you know, the way I think, but so we've got all these people that are mad at him and he's done all these crimes and all these whatever, or all this damage. We don't know anything about the charges against him until they take him into jail. We don't see anything from the police chief until he's saving the the bank full of people. I think we should have seen either the angry councilman that's in, you know, one of the opening scenes yeah, on TV yeah. yapping about it. I wanted to see him or the police chief in a bigger role. That's like, this is the force that's against you. You know, like you're trying to do good. You're a broken, sad person. Just, you know, living your life that you're not sure even what it is. But meanwhile, you've got these flies in your face the whole time. Like, here's the police chief. Here's the councilman. Here's whatever trying to bring you down. Um, even something like that would have given it a little more conflict. Yeah, yeah like Kenny Stokes, Stokes come up and said, <laughs> Hancock's Hancock. on dope. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hancock, you smell like raw boogie. Yeah. <laughs> Yo mama, Hancock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For everybody in sure. perfect. <laughs> right. We should have had Kenny Stokes in this movie, bro. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. That, at some point, he's going to be in a movie for sure. <laughs> oh, either they're going to do a documentary hey. on Kenny, bro. I think we need to do that movie. <laughs> do, do, and the title will be. Hey, the p- title will be Bottles, Rocks, and Bricks. And Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The one line will just keep coming. Yeah, it. Yep. What well, were you saying, Lamont? No, I was saying that she was right. I feel like even Flies in the Face is a perfect analogy. I feel like mm-hmm. somebody like J-, J-, J. Jonah Jameson for Spider-Man, just somebody that just kept on yeah. just putting, being in his face would have been really cool. Now I mm-hmm. thought I thought Will Smith was amazing in this, but do you guys know who they considered for this before Will? Who was it? Who? They had Clooney, Aflac, and Damon, but they all turned it down. Wow. So I well, think you know what? totally a I'm different glad movie with anyone. Or, yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you, think about it. If 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 Ben Affleck had had a did it, that probably would have set him up better for the Batman role. True. Well, I, I think mean, I think Affleck would have been great because I feel like he he can he can get to drunk, you know. He he, did, yeah. he does that well. He can do that really well. Yeah, but but once you've seen it, you can't. Once that bell been ring, you can't unring it. And and now you see, yeah. you see Will as Hancock. Like he nobody else could do it but Will. I think Will. I think well, Will, and you know what? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you got it. You got it. I was going to say what this is going to sound maybe funny coming from me, but I wanted to see a black superhero too. Like I'm, I've seen Ben Affleck be a superhero. I've seen, Mm. you know, George Clooney be, you know, heroic doing heroic roles. You know, those guys I'm bored with them. I'm tired. Will Smith also, like I said, has such a range of ability. I think he brought exactly what it needed. And I think Mm. it reached a lot of people on several different levels because, you know, as as just a regular normal person, as a white person, as you know, the things that I described earlier, you know, somebody who kind of walks out of step, that kind of thing. All of these characteristics were important to me because I needed to believe in him. And those other mm. guys I wouldn't have believed in. That's fair. Dan, that's that's a that's a great point. Strong, like, strong point. But I also thought they could have hit it more in the movie because he said they were going to see uh they were going to see a movie back in the day. They were an interracial couple back in the day. That's probably why he got attacked. Right. Yeah. I wish they would have jumped more into that. Like, it's accepting Me as too. it is now. Back then, like, they could have had a flashback or something where, okay, this makes sense. Because you put, right. like, they, you know, that would have been a cool dynamic. I was, yeah, they because that. we never, we mm-hmm. always, even, and that's, that's a whole nother element that you didn't even think about because we live in that time where it's so, it's normalized now. So right. it's like when you see them back, she always referred to the people that came against them as they, and they mm-hmm. always tried to hurt you or they always tried to come against you. They were always chasing you and not me. And mm-hmm. the whole element of we watch it with, with, with color blinders and we think, oh, they come to him because he because he can do super stuff. And now that we're yep. talking about it, it's like, Damn, they were coming at him because he was black. 
Yeah, black. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and like you, I wish they would have brought that out a little bit more too. Yeah. Because as a as as a younger person, when I watched it, it was like such a sad story. And of course, they were coming at him because they were gods. As a grown up, I watched it and I thought, can you imagine if you put yourself in the actual heads of these characters, the tragedy of being in an interracial relationship in like you know the two or the nineteen twenties, yeah. and then then you don't, you know, you wake up, you don't know what happens to you. That's tragic enough. But, but the tragedy of trying to live that life back during a time when it was, I mean, probably criminal at that point. I don't know mm-hmm. what, what society was doing. Yeah, it was. Just, it was against yeah. the law. It, it was literally against the law for them to be together. And I think that yeah. that flashback would have been cool. I could have seen a, a prequel on that with these two actors. Yeah. Like, I feel like they missed the boat on trying to, like, this was 2008. It's 22. Like, we could have had a sequel, a third or a fourth. I feel mm-hmm. like it was strong enough to to levy that, but I guess I don't know. I guess it depends on the box office and you know how much money it brought in and how much. But I really thought Hancock could be a strong a strong series of films. Yeah, it's like well, they, I, they, go go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say I think as journalists we all know what it's like to have a project you're really excited about and then have to throw it together and move on to the next thing. Right. And that's what this movie felt like. Like, it should have been a lot of things that it didn't end up being. It felt rushed. Well, it yeah. also, like, the, the director is Peter Berg. He's a guy from Friday Night Lights. The, mm. and was, when I did the, the writer, and the writer left the show in the beginning, and the writer is Vince Gilligan. He's the guy that brought us Breaking Bad. So if he doesn't leave, wow. he doesn't do Breaking Bad. But just to think about the talent they have amassed to come together to do this little superhero film. Yeah. For, for yeah, me, it. for me, it was like, they had a whole bunch of loose balloons up in the air. It's so much like, and they ask the questions and then they just leave it up to your imagination. Like even when the little kid asked him, why do you have the Eagle? We never yeah. find out. And then they hit towards the <laughs> Eagle throughout the whole thing. Like, like the scene where he's walking through the, the, the whole parade of gunfire and there's a big eagle statue oh, in back, front yeah. of the bank and yeah. he walks past it and it's in the foreground and he's in the background walk, walking past. It's like, oh, I still don't know why he got the eagle. I know it's a, a, a sign of freedom, but, it, but what does it mean to the hero to wear it as his, yeah. his emblem? Like they leave well, especially- that in the air. Well, they said, yeah, sim- especially- they said it. Go ahead. They said it was. It was simply because Will Smith was from Philly. He's an Eagles fan. Oh, well, and I was gonna put- say, you know, he's he's got it sketched all over his cell wall in jail and stuff. Yeah, too. yeah, that was what? a that was a nod to West Philadelphia, born and raised. That's what that was. What? Gotcha. Yeah. I thought it was more so about you know Eagles are you know they fly so high and you. You rarely and see them mate together and they're, and they're lonely. Man, and they're, bro, if he was a I'm cowboy, it would have cowboy fan, it probably would have been a star. I mean, oh, I don't, I don't God. know. That's, that's yeah. so whack. Oh, but, that's but, so I'm sad. Now. That's disappointing. <laughs> no, no, but then there's also different knowledge that when when he says uh he was he was born in Miami, that's cause uh he was in Bad Boys, and that's where that came from. Like they really tailored this role oh, wow. to to a lot of the Will Smith isms that we already know. Oh gosh. I did that not is even so pick up disappointing. On that. that is disappointing. <laughs> for me. Thanks, yeah. thank, thanks, Lamont, for can- canceling Christmas for me. Yeah. No, but like I still feel like <laughs> this is this is what like for me it's this one pursuit of happiness. Like this is really this is the top of tier of Will Smith roles for me. True that. Yeah, True I that. agree. 
I agree. You know what I'm thinking is probably give it a few more years and they'll just do a remake of it with some kid we've never with heard Jay, of. No, they'll do Jaden. They'll get Jaden or they'll get or yeah. the kid that plays <laughs> Will now. Like that but, could, but the good news is yeah then we'll have the social issues in there though then they'll throw in the conflict with police and the interracial dating and all that kind of stuff that'll be in there if they do a remix and i want every bit of my money when it happens me too because we (laughs) we we gave hollywood the blueprint (laughs) go do it hollywood give us give us our check cut the check exactly For sure. Like I said, it, it, I think even now, I think it would play well, especially with the social media and the way super, like, superheroes have to have PR. So they're like, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. Yes. Like, you're Agreed. breaking stuff. So we're going to make sure that the media loves you and we're going to make sure that you're okay. Like, they never do that. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, and, and so a question as all of us are media, what would it, would, what would it be like if we had that superhero? You know, flying around, smashing cars into buildings, doing all that. I don't think I would lose, you know, interest in that guy to the point that I'd be like, he's a villain. He's trashing it. It's money. Of course, I, I'm not that reporter anyway. I don't get into what the city budget is or anything like that. But, Ross but that was an interesting part of me, too. Oh, yeah. Ross Adams Ross, after him. But you know what? Ross Adams. Ross would probably be the best villain for this movie. Though. Oh. Just just asking annoying questions and it makes him weak when he hears like I don't want to (laughs) hear he he does he does like asshole like call me asshole one more time and And he be the one that pushes (laughs) asshole (laughs) (laughs) you know another good one to throw in here would be uh, CJ Lamaster because he'd be pulling the public records on everything yes Yes, with graphics for real. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll give one more graphic, but I'm sorry. Shout out to CJ and Ross. Yeah, we no, love we you love guys. those guys. Yeah, idiots, we really but do. We love you. <laughs> hey, we're idiots too. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, cool. Well, hey, let's guys, let's get into our categories, guys. Cool. I want to see, we'll see sure. what you guys think. Uh, since Therese the guest, we're gonna let Therese go first. Therese, right. who was your who was your MVP of this wonderful movie? It's gotta be Will Smith. Give a shit what you did. I don't care. Three guys in the car, no girls, rave music. Hey, I'm not gonna judge. But if you don't pull over and give yourselves up quietly, I swear to Christ, your head is going up the driver's ass. His head is going up your ass, and you drew the short stick because your head is going up my ass. I mean, he, as we've already talked about, they, they modeled everything around him as a person, but it was his acting and his ability to portray this guy that I think really carried the movie. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. What about you, Alex? Who you got? Who's your MVP? I had to jump on the big bandwagon. I'm on the back riding on the Will Smith piece. If Will doesn't sell this guy, we don't find interest in him. And Will sells mm-hmm. it from that funny smirk on his face to when he's finally in the public eye and they say smile and he does <laughs> he does that old <laughs> just that generic great. that smile that they use in Suicide Squad like oh the, the toughest thing for us to figure out is how to make these people smile and it's like that smile just kills it but then when he finds out he's he's finding his life purpose you see that switch change like he doesn't have that mean smirk he's just 
why didn't you tell me I was blah, blah, blah? You had me out here thinking I'm by myself and mm -hmm. it just changes. So if Will doesn't do Will to that extent, we don't have a film. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, th that's fair, but I, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna disagree. Uh, okay. I don't dis I don't disagree with with that part of the, how great a job Will did. But I, for me, the the, the MVP of this is Charlize Theron. You and I. You and I what? We're the same. No. I'm stronger. Really? Oh yeah. Who are we? Gods, angels. Different cultures call us by different names. Now all of a sudden it's a superhero. Cause mm. I feel like after okay. this, after this, she became an acting star. After this, mm -hmm. you got Atomic Bl a Blonde. You got like all these other action movies that she's done, and she showed she had the. She we already knew she was a great actress because of Monster. Right. But then yeah. with this one, she was like, okay, I can be this action superhero type thing. Will. Will is great in this, but Will is also, you know, I still say Pursuit of Happiness, Bad Boys, like all these really great films that he's done. But uh, I felt like Charlize was really a star in this one. Okay. That's fair. That's just me, though. But uh, but then, I like I said, I, she's just an amazing actress to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is. And and I I considered her, my second on that, though, was The Kid. Um, I, I, I hate to be this way, maybe because I'm a woman, but part of me was like, she did what I expected her to do, mm. you know, which I guess could be argued for Will too. Um, but again, that's the grown up talking. That's not, you know, the 20 something year old me that saw it, you know, right. 30, whichever it was, you know, <laughs> I was younger whenever it was. Yeah. So. Okay. I got you. All right. LVP. Least valuable player. Person that like they, they sucked or they didn't use them right. So well, I had three Therese, thoughts on this. Yes. The first one was the uh, the bad guy, the hook hand mm. guy. I, uh. I don't care about him <laughs> at all. He didn't do anything for me at all. Um, but the other, the, the ones that I mentioned earlier, I wanted to see more of the angry councilman and of the police chief. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they were underused. I don't think they sucked. I just think they were underused. That's true. They could have had a, a cool villain in there. Mm -hmm. In there. All right, Alex, what you got? Who's your LVP? I have to say the angry hook guy for me because <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Angry hook. I mean, they allude to his mastermind, how smart he is, how he can motivate people, but you never just get deep into it, and they never make him like this master villain. They just, you know, he goes in and robs a bank and straps bombs to people, and it's like. That's a character you can develop, and that's a great actor, Eddie uh, Marson. What is his name? Marson. Yeah, he's a Ray Donovan. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, like he's, the older brother, and he plays he plays like he has Parkinson's and Ray Donovan. He's an amazing yeah, actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. So you wasted all that talent for just somebody that we could use to give us an illusion of a villain. When basically he's he's just a very strong extra because. Some of the guys that he did the police scene, you could say they were villains. So mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, not the police scene, the prison scene, you could say mm -hmm. they were villains. So it's, I mean, they 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 kind of messed over that that uh that birthday cake right there. 
Yeah, okay. and it feels like if they would have developed him more, the scene in the hospital is chilling as it is if you watch how brutal he is. But mm. you, it's lost on you because you think he's the silly, angry hook guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? That loses his lose both of his hands. You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, one says, keep, keep your hand on that button. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> so he slices that hand off, and then Marty comes with the axe and chops the other one off, just straight. <laughs> Michael Michael Myers, of like, like, oh. like Hancock. Hancock has some lines. You just keep your hand on that button. Go ahead. You, you, right. Yeah. Uh, that was, <laughs> I'm like, dude, let the button go. If he's moving. Right. Just let it go. Like I took the whole hand. I took the whole hand. That was that was strong. <laughs> like right. Well, I, I gotta agree with you guys on the hook. I like. I feel like he was. I feel like he should have been a bigger villain. I feel like he's a great mm-hmm. actor. Use him more. Put him in the beginning. Layer it up. So maybe he's one of them. I, I don't know. I would love to. I just needed a bigger villain for this one, and I think that's right. where like it was missing. As good as. You know these guys are. They need somebody with the same kind of weight coming against them, or do like they do with Batman. You have to. You have two or three. You know you have like one street level and then one bigger one. So, so I think yeah. they just needed a bigger villain to make it work. All right, for six men coming off the bench, he did the most with the least. Didn't have a lot of playing time. So Therese, who you got? Who's your six man? The kid. Which I one? mean, I realize he played the. Uh, oh, Marty's kid. Okay, <laughs> okay, kid. Aaron. Yeah, I got, um, you, I got you. Yes, Aaron. I should have just said Aaron. I didn't remember <laughs> that name. <laughs> but no, right. to me, even though we did see him, uh, you know, he interacted a good bit. But I love his acting chops too. You know, like he he comes off not as a kid playing a role, but as an actual kid. You know, like the yeah. his, the way he talks, his reactions, that kind of thing. I I just loved him, and I I felt like. You know, I, I enjoyed every scene with him in it. I did, too. And I loved, like, the way he, he kind of loved Hancock. He was like, yeah, that's my favorite yeah. dinosaur. You can have it. Right. Oh, and, man, and, that, and that's how that kids part are. makes me cry. <laughs> yeah. That's how kids are. Like, I, yeah. And I, yeah, and like Hancock kind of dug him, too. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that whole that whole he's a bad man, but then the kids, he's, but he's he's doing good stuff. Like, you're not seeing that and and it's like him and his father are, are like the same spirit animal like they okay mm-hmm. we just got to make it to where we break through that hard shell and get to the good part of you that people don't don't understand so i get it for me the six man it's got to be marty man it's got to be jason bateman for me. the all heart symbol will be known globally as a symbol that represents companies that are committed to changing the world. They can give away their sustenance goods, okay? Food, drugs, power, clothing, for free. I thought we were talking about Hancock. Number two. Like, mm-hmm. he he's consistent. We didn't respect him because he was getting roles sporadically back in the day. And now he's Marty from Ozark. Like, everybody is locked in <laughs> on this dude. Yeah. So so much so that it's like, dude, that's Marty. Marty killed it. And then you go back and watch <laughs> his catalog and it's like, he's the same guy, but he kills it in this. I love the fact that he is. So like mm-hmm. one of the strongest things that he do for Hancock in this film is just say, thank you. Like yeah. that's that first scene where they when they finally 
exchange uh, persons in it, and he's like, you saved my life. Thank you. And that look on Hancock's face, like, what'd you say? Shut up! Should people understand I'm alive? I get to go home and see my family. I should be dead right now, right here. Yeah, he could have gone straight up. Obviously, he should have gone straight up. You know, and I was upside down for the train, but... Uh, no, thank you. Thank you very much, Hancock. Thank you. Thank you, Hancock. Because he doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't get the thank yous for it. Um, Jason Bateman sells Ray's character very well. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. I, I, I thought, for me, Marty was in it too much for me to give him the six-man. Mm. But for my six-man, I'm going to split it between three people. Hold on. Uh, what, yes, what? yes, yeah, I know. But oh, you, you're taking well, license today. Oh, well, yeah, but which hear, three people? I'm gonna give it to you right now. It's got to be Michelle, thickness, and goggles. The, th- Aaron's oh, okay. the little kid, yes. Aaron's okay, friend. yeah. Yeah. No, and I'd forgotten about them. Yes. <laughs> yes, Michelle's thickness and goggles. Michelle. What about you, thickness? <laughs> yeah, boy, that's funny. <laughs> that was a funny line. But... Yeah. Yeah. I so like I just love the interaction with Will and those kids where he threw them up, and I'm like, oh, you just gonna let this kid hit the ground? <laughs> right. No, he he was gonna just go up and get them, but Marty was holding them up like, yeah, I got another thing and another thing. He's like, hey, 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 move. Move. <laughs> and then the kid just ran. And I love that his name is Michelle. Like, they, right. they just have like some good little lines in there that were really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, that's where he says, call me an asshole one more time. And, yeah. and you're just like, surely not. Surely you know, you're not. And then the kid this. says it. Yeah. Right. And he so. doesn't even get asshole out. He just says, ass whoop. <laughs> love Jason Bateman's reaction to, to that as well when he's just like, not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Typical or, dad's words, not okay. Right. Not, not, not okay. okay. <laughs> not okay. Right. Or when he's in the jail and he, when he, you know, he puts the head up the, whatchamacallit, yeah. and then Bateman's like, <laughs> like, we'll get back to that. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> So I don't. Bateman's just hilarious in just this little one-liner, right? Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure. All right, best scenes, guys. What's your favorite scene? I want to just like for me, my favorite scene, whole movie was the beginning, the the opening scene when he mm-hmm. the little kid wakes him up, and then he flies through the air and he and he gets the guys in the car. I just thought that was hilarious. I thought the grab the effects and stuff that were pretty cool. I think they would be better now. Because you could see some of the green screen stuff, looking at it with like older eyes, but I just thought just that was a great introduction to Hancock. You got to see what he actually was. You thought he was just a bum laying on a, you know, on the street, and then you see him just take off. And I thought that was really really cool. Mm-hmm. Favorite scene? You guys got any that stick out to you? So I tried to go back to when I was young watching this for the very first time because, you know, like I said, I had this conflict with what's up with with Charlize. Why is she acting like Mm -hmm. this? You know, Mm -hmm. and then 
the best scene for watching it the first time because it breaks so much open is when she and Hancock kiss in the kitchen and then she throws them through the refrigerator. Like yes. all of a sudden you you go from like, oh my gosh, they're really gonna do wait, hold up. What? Right. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> so that was right. the one for me. Cool. What about you, Alex? You got a favorite scene? Greatest scene ever ever put on film is is one of those things. If you say you're gonna do something. I'm gonna do me and I'm gonna let you do you. I, I don't want no trouble. All right. Just wanna go to my cell. Excuse me. Excuse me, please. If you don't move, your head is going up his ass. Y'all fellas sure you want to ride this train? Shoot you, asshole. Follow through with it. <laughs> and the thing about it was, he 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 alluded to it with the Asian dudes, the Asian gangsters riding through LA, <laughs> shooting, talking about, I'm gonna take your head and put in his butt, and I'm gonna take his head and put it in your butt, and then I'm gonna take his head and put it up my butt because you're screwing me right now. And it's like, ah, oh, he's just joking. And then when he get to prison, nope. <laughs> and he says it's like, oh, he's just saying something. And the next day, you know, this guy looking like my little pony at <laughs> these two dudes looking like the guys in the in the uh, horse horse costume. Oh, and he's like, oh, what type of lubricant do you? <laughs> oh, you like, dang! I didn't know physics works like that. Like, <laughs> I know. Did, did, do, did they have like the neck brace and stuff on? Right when they come back, your boy just yep. he just. He don't know what he is in life. And the other dude is like, he don't know what he's seen in life. Like, mm-hmm. all he knows is just darkness and my neck hurts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if anybody come up to him and say, you dick, it's going to be like, it has yeah. a whole nother meaning to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you dick. No, it was just one time. <laughs> <laughs> so... So that for me in Hancock is like the is is not the best scene, but it's the most memorable one because I think anybody that sees that scene, they never mm-hmm. forget that. That's like that's right up there with uh, him uh, drinking drinking liquor. It's, it's just yeah. one of those character traits. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder if he's done it before. Yes, right. Yes, yes. It's like he knows how this works. Like they're both gonna live. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna just take this and rip and, and the noise. <laughs> the crowd look, it's the worst part is like the, the crowd reaction. They don't That's show what I was gonna say. It, those reactions. But everybody yeah. was like, oh, <laughs> 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 and then they start playing some uh Rick, not Rick James, they what they played. It's the music that follows after it. It's like it's the like sound. yeah, the banjo music on that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like some from the no, it was yeah. no, it was Fred Sanford. 
the oh, theme yeah. music from the theme Sanford and Son. Yeah. They play yeah. the theme music from Sanford and Son. <laughs> that's what it's like. I like, oh, that's just cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that was cold, but <laughs> so what about you, Lamont? What's what's the scene that stick out to you? Oh, for me, it's the like I said, it's the first one. It's the uh the like the oh, introduction. Yeah, the introduction. The fly. Yeah, the introduction of Hancock, just the introduction of a superhero that's swigging whiskey and just, you know, listening to ludicrous move out the way, yeah, the birds yeah, in the yeah. air. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, birds, like, because they would have to hit birds if they're flying in, in airplanes. Like, we don't think about that stuff. Right. right. They right. wouldn't be on the flight well, path, you know? I th- I think another thing that's important to me about that part, and I thought about this hard, but you know, every superhero movie or series, you have the part where the superhero doesn't want to do it anymore. He's either got his heart broken or he's tired or whatever it is, and he just wants to quit. He just wants to be a normal guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes you think if we could see big picture, if this had been more than one movie, well, this may be that time in Hancock's life where it's just like, I'm done, I'm over it, whatever. And, and this may be bringing him back to his greatness. But when you see him drinking like that, I mean, who of us doesn't understand that a little bit? Like, yeah. uh-uh, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're right. some crap, you know. We're catching him at the end. And then, we, you know, before he, like, he revigorates himself and, you know, comes back. So, right. that, I don't know, I just, I love, love this movie. Do you guys think it deserved a sequel? And what would you like to see in the sequel if it does come to pass? Um, I'm thinking about that. I think it did deserve a sequel. I actually waited a few years, you know, watching to see if it would come out. Um, I don't know what I need from it, except for just to see more Hancock, you know, see, watch him. I, I loved his struggles. I loved watching him deal with things. And like you, like we talked about earlier, I'd like to see some of the, you know, some of the actual things he's dealing with, you know, like as far as, you know, the interracial relationship in the twenties, as far as his conflict with police, you know, I, I want to see that stuff. I want that to be part of the story. Yeah. I would love to see a prequel like the right. stuff before, like right. I mm-hmm. and dig seeing that. And that one, you don't even have to have will for that. You can, you know, you can figure it out, but I feel like that would be a really, really cool story. What about mm-hmm. you, Alex? A sequel? Anything I, I, off to you? I agree with, we don't need to see what happens after. I think he goes on now that he has, you know, the ideal of being a good guy. But that prequel, you know, the road to rock bottom, because we catch him at rock bottom. Yeah. So yep. it's like, what was he after? Like, you start off with the sound of hospital sound, and he's in the hospital, and half his, you know, he's wrapped up in band aids because half his skull got whatever. And then he heals and gets up and then he doesn't know where he's at or who he belongs to or whatever. Go from that point to the park bench. I I think we need Mm -hmm. to see that because, you know, you know, nobody just, oh, he just goes straight to Skid Row out the hospital. Yeah. And he got superpowers like probably doesn't age. Yeah. Like, right. It's like, it's just one thing. He probably is by himself and he can handle himself. And mind you, like we said, he's coming out during a time where probably racism was really strong and he has to deal with it. Or so he'll go through those heroic moments until he sees life change. And he's probably picking up popularity in the 80s and the 90s. Mm -hmm. And then you finally get to his time 
Well, the nineties is where he hits rock bottom. So Well, I think he's through. probably killing it in the sixties and the seventies. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's oh yeah. Probably the heyday. That's yeah. so <laughs> I yeah, wanna and, see I wanna see him handling the clan. I wanna see him right. handling stuff too. like that. Like that would be kinda cool. But you don't superheroes don't really mess in that. So I would love to to see that part. Right. Which mm-hmm. leads him to being real bitter and he sees human, you know, superheroes, well, human activists die and and it just wears on him. Like he's just yeah. he doesn't feel good about no. about the world. So it tells why Hancock hits rock bottom. Once again, Hollywood. Any you know, get posted, free. There you go. We have right. <laughs> this is our, our uh, copyright. So you 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 can pick any of those stories, any of those stories yeah. lives and make some great films. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and you know, I not only do I want to see how he deals with Medgar Evers or Martin Luther King, I want to see him play tennis with Arthur Ashe. You know, yeah. I, I want to see this right. develop to where like, okay, you know why Arthur Ashe was so dang good? Because he practiced with Hancock. There you go. You know? yeah. <laughs> because like that, you know? the, the funny thing about it, when at the end of the movie, uh, when um, uh, Ray and, and Mary are walking and she's giving him history lessons, like telling him about the character traits of, of different historic people. Yeah, Kennedy and all of that. Right. So he yeah. she she's lived her life, you know, away from all that. So and she's he's like Kennedy. And she's like, uh, mm, I don't want to talk too much about that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like she could have been dating this dude. Like right. and and yeah. all you gotta do is have her pop up in those almost like a Forrest Gump moment. Like yeah. she pops up and she like before Marilyn Monroe. She was the side chick, you know. It's, it's, right, it's stuff right. like that, and show how different their lives went just because of of the color aspect of racism. Right. And you could build a Hancock series off of that, yeah. And how he gets yeah. to the point where it's like, "Elf the world, I don't want to be bothered with you." Well, I think but, if, it came, if it came out now, I feel like it, it would definitely be like a series. Like it would oh, definitely yeah. be some Netflix, Disney, yeah. Disney Plus, HBO yeah. Max, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Well, Therese, on our podcast, we like to rate them. So we full tank of gas, if you love it, half a tank, fourth of a tank, all the way down to zero gas. So where would you rate this one? I'd say full tank of gas that you drove to the grocery store <laughs> back because it's it's missing a lot, but uh-huh. it's still so enjoyable. Yeah, right. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun film. What about you? Right? Yeah, it what is. What you got? I got full tank of gas. Like we know, like we've always said, right now gas prices are high. <laughs> I give it a full tank, but it's like you filling up the gas tank for the work week. Like huh, <laughs> I'm filling it up on Sunday <laughs> evening to get ready for Monday morning. Like it's it's one right. of those. It's like and back to what Therese said. It's 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 because they left so many balloons in the air with strings just dangling that we trying to grab and pull together and make the story make full sense and that's the problem it just doesn't make complete sense to us yeah you're right i give it a i give it a full tank too because i said i feel like sometimes with films cats can overanalyze stuff and sometimes it's just a good time Mm -hmm. like it's just to see cats fly shoot bullets and cards and see your favorite actors be funny and i the casting was amazing the execution was good i just feel like I like I'm selfishly I just want more. Like I want, I want another one and another one. Right. I yeah. wonder did they yeah. like with DC, did they steal that whole sonic boom sound when you fly off? Because here to far Superman would just, you know, do the shoom in the air and that'd be it. 
But we never mm-hmm. saw superhero when he takes off and you hear that sonic boom and then he shoots off and fly. Like Hancock started that that whole sonic boom sound and tearing up asphalt as he flies out. Well, he had to be kind of reckless. Good point. Like yeah. he couldn't be smooth. Like he had the. He's like your your drunk uncle. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> the cool yeah. drunk uncle, though. Yeah, he's it's cool, like, but he's like he's drunk cool, uncle. but when he gets drunk, you know, eh, he's not yeah. that much fun. He's funny, but he's not that much fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. But I still feel Agreed. like Hancock like paved the way for for these like anti-hero superheroes. So for a Mount Rushmore guy, top four. Top four bad boy superheroes that you love. Therese, who you got? Who's your top four? Well, you've got so many good ones historically, but I tried to stay within my lifetime. So Hancock, of course. Hancock. Hancock's up there, Uh, yes. Yeah, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, Yeah, I forget about Bucky. Yeah, because he turns good, so you don't think about when he was like a real bad guy. He was Um, a bad dude, yes. Yes. Okay, so John Wick. And he does a lot of unnecessary, yeah, a lot of unnecessary (laughs) crap because somebody killed his dog. Whoa, that's very necessary. No, and that's what I'm saying. I would have done the same thing. It's like, don't kill my dog. Now you've unleashed the demon in me. You know what's funny? And what what else funny about that though? John Wick has no superpowers, but he's more of a superhero than Batman. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh yeah, by far. Yes. And, yeah. and now this is a weird it. one. My num- my number four is is unconventional, but it's Sea Biscuit because that little huh. horse at first starts off. Yeah, he starts off as like nobody. He's the underdog. He's like you know, and and if you actually know the story of Sea Biscuit, nobody wanted him. You know all this, and then he comes back and he's America's horse. So mm. it's not as much an anti-hero as just like a you know nobody thought about this until all of a sudden here he comes. That's so fair. That's I, I, we, we'll, you can we'll also throw. That. Yeah, you can also throw uh, Jack Sparrow in there if Sea Biscuit doesn't count. No, no, we'll 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 allow Sea Biscuit. We respect animals here. Yeah, we love. Okay, animals. good deal. <laughs> yep. So, Alex, who you got? Your top four anti-hero heroes. Okay, um, I have to give it to my all-time favorite Marvel anti-hero, which is Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. sarcasm is like the best. Um, <laughs> And yes. how he just goes well, against Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan amazing. Reynolds. And nobody else, I don't think nobody else could ever play that role. Like, Ryan Reynolds Mm-mm. just locked that down. So, nobody else can get it. Um, I would have to say um, Harley Quinn, even though she's a villain. And I'm not a DC fan like that, but I love Harley Quinn. And how she's mm-hmm. just, okay, I'll bust you upside the head with a sledgehammer and keep it moving. Yeah. I feel like she had a good. Mm-hmm. She has a good heart. I she has like a good she, heart, but and the Joker's like, a bad guy. But I feel like Harley, she's got a good heart. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, our favorite, the one that the bad boy of the uh, X Men, Wolverine. Yes. Like, oh yeah. Wolverine uh, never wanted to be a hero. It's just people just keep messing with him. <laughs> And then eventually <laughs> they're gonna get these hands. <laughs> they're gonna get these hands, right. literally. Like yeah. about to put these yeah. paws on you. Yeah. Why y'all keep messing with me? It's yeah. like I'm trying to right. I'm trying to sit here, drink my bourbon, smoke my cigar, and here you come talking about a higher purpose. I don't care about a higher purpose. And then some drunk truck drivers come in and start a fight with them. And That's he, it. And he slice them up. <laughs> so Wolverine, top uh 
number three, and I think my last person mm, got to be uh, Peacemaker. I'm going to give it a Peacemaker. Peace, peacemaker. Dang, I got two DC comics, and I would never say that about anybody DC, but Peacemaker is like my <laughs> other guy. Yeah, Peacemaker is yep. amazing. Peacemaker is amazing. Yep. All right, for my top four, I got to go with Deadpool. Again, I, I got to echo that Deadpool is amazing. Ryan Reynolds is amazing at as Deadpool. Number two, I'm going with Homelander. Mm, yeah, I'm going with Homelander from the boys. He's That's he's a, a bad one. he's a bad bad guy, but I really love Homelander. My number three is Wolverine because he is my favorite superhero of all time. Mm, without yeah. without question, I don't think anybody else can play him. Like I don't even know how we're gonna get a. Another Wolverine. I don't know. No, don't that's know why they had to kill him no. in Logan, bro. They had to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how Hugh we get Jackman, another one. He Jack he Jackman locked that down, baby. There's a rumor yeah. that Pablo Shriver is supposed to play him, but I who? Uh he's the guy yeah. from Yeah, I know, I know. But he's uh <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those like, Pablo who? No, he, I know I can't I can't the I drug dealer. <laughs> no, he's he's in the movie with 50 Cent where they, they robbed the banks. Uh oh no, come on, bro. Yeah, Not yeah. him. Yeah, he's supposed to, that's the rumor, but I don't know. There's been so many decks. He even said uh No, they need to up? let that go. What's our guy from uh Harry Potter? He even said Harry Potter might be trying to play him. So if they jacked him up a little bit, yeah, I could see Harry Potter. But he isn't he short? Like he's not. Yeah, but Wolverine. Well, not. Wolverine's short though. Yeah, yeah he, he just wears those short. He wears those boots. So yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Don't and, judge it. <laughs> and then my my last one. <laughs> my last one is uh Blade. Uh, yeah. Wesley's Wesley's. Oh, Wesley Snipes blade, not not Mahershala. sticky fingers. Not about blade. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. sticky fingers from a <laughs> no, not sticky no, fingers no, blade. No. no, Wesley, the OG Wesley Snipes. Yeah, and those are my top four yeah. anti-hero heroes. Yeah, they're strong. Can I trade so, Sea Biscuit for him? Yeah, go <laughs> go right ahead. Go, go yeah. So nobody brought a nobody brought a venom. Like nobody didn't like the uh, alien that that. The parasite yeah, alien. Nah, nah, okay, I now mean, nah. <laughs> you know another one I want to add as an honorable mention is Thomas Jane's Punisher. Like that, mm, I, I realize yeah. they've done other movies that some liked better, but I, I loved him as the Punisher. Have you seen the series The Punisher with uh, what's our guy? Uh, the guy that's in uh, all the, that played the tennis coach in um, yeah, yeah, I can't think of his name, but that King he's, Richard. He's the season one of The Punisher on Netflix is amazing. Mm. I haven't seen that yet. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, it's it's yeah, they got a, it's on Disney Plus now. So okay. uh wait, let me uh yeah, John Barenthal. Yeah, he plays a punch. Okay. It's on Disney Plus now and it it takes you back to the the old school Punisher. The way this guy's a military guy, his family lost his family and he just really into his feelings and it's really really good. Yeah. Okay. And this is—is is this the guy that was also on The Walking Dead? I'm looking yes. At a yes. Of yeah. That's okay. The that's what I thought. The Walking Dead, and it's good. Like the first season is flawless. Second gets kind of weird, but the first one is. Yeah, you you will love it. I'm looking forward okay. to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing him in this new thing that's coming out. Uh, what is it? Our city or my city? The, uh, the, yeah, the, the new wire. wire. He's in the, the wire, wire thing. Yeah, the oh, it's the. Wow. Uh, but this time it's taking the, the uh the. 
the the vision of the the, the crooked cops. Yeah. So it's taking the crooked cops instead of taking because the wire was like the criminals. This is like the cops, and it, it's weird to see some of these like characters in the wire. They're playing cops now, and they were really good criminals in the other one. So I, but I guess <laughs> like like Denzel said, in order to. to to sit, to get narcotics, you gotta well the bust narcotic uh criminals, you gotta take on narcotics. So you get high on the own yeah. supply to bust these guys. So yeah, it's based well, on and like let me a just tell book. you. So yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say that, you know, and, and that's the truth is that the the best criminals or the best cops could also be the best criminals. So mm. I, I assume <laughs> the acting translates. Yeah, right. Yeah. Know. I was like, that dude was the worst drug dealer. Now he's now he's a detective. So that's yeah. but I probably yep. went, probably went to the police academy after he got his life straight. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I don't think you can do that in real friends, life though. <laughs> all my cousins, I'm getting them all. In the same city. In the same city. That's what yeah. makes it so bad. This whole series is the other side of it's the in wire. It's in it's Baltimore. In yeah. I'm like, I'm excited about it. We even got totally off of Hancock and got into, uh, but mm-hmm. this is like to now that's where we got to bring Teresa. Yeah, Teresa back. Yeah, because yeah. that's her forte. That's her her expertise. She knows about the cops. She can do some cop stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, man. yeah. And that's why I'm saying, like, honestly, if if those actors are switching places, I bet they can do it better. Because even just in real life, you know, I've been running with these interdiction cops that they get the drugs off the interstate. If I ever want to run drugs, I know how. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your mule. Uh, uh, I uh, am uh, your mule. He's like, okay, right. guys. You don't <laughs> drive in fancy cars. You get you a <laughs> get you an energy right. saving car and drive across America. You will not be pulled over. No. Right, <laughs> lots of cleavage. Yeah, <laughs> cleavage and bathrobes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Cool. Well, hey, yeah. Therese, this was so much fun. We really oh, yes, enjoyed you coming in. And like I said, when we are jumping in that show, it's coming up, I think, next month. We'd love to have you back and do that with us if you wouldn't mind. I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, well, hey, again, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you guys later. All right. All right, All right. thanks, guys. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Like Larry. Like Larry.